Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise of You podcast. I am your host, Natalina. Thank you so much for joining us today. This podcast is here to serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. We speak with industry experts, authors, and amazing individuals throughout the world who have a message to share with you, who are here to bring you empowerment, inspiration, and strategies that you can instantly implement. As you know, our focus is the whole person. And research shows the happiest people in the world, the most fulfilled countries in the world, are the ones that make time to nurture and build the whole self. That's relationships, money, self-worth, career, love, and health. And when we feel great within us as the whole person, then and only then can we create positive change around us. Today, it is my pleasure to speak with Eva Venari. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Eva, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It is such an honor to have you on our show today. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. We always like to start off the episode by letting our audience get to know our guests. So I would love for you to tell us about yourself and what you do in your own words. I'm kind of a, what you might call, I'm a healing rebel, first of all. I, I'm always asking questions. And what does that mean? It means that I'm not a doctor, but boy, have I been through a journey of my own, and I found out that the body can heal itself, and I'm on a mission to help people realize the same for them. That's really what I'm all about. So tell us a little bit um, how you got to where you are today and why this field um, is important to you. So what's the journey that led you to where you are now? I was a single mom raising two kids on my own and struggling through, really, with jobs that didn't match my soul, like my purpose. And I really didn't know what my soul purpose was to begin with anyways. But I knew I wanted to make a difference and impact in the world. And at the time, I was selling uh, natural stone to architects, designers, and in my car all over Los Angeles. And if you've ever been in Los Angeles traffic, well, you know how stressful that can be day in and day out. And it developed a sense of burnout in me over a period of time. I didn't know how to take care of myself. So it turned into this ongoing chronic feeling of, wow, I don't have energy that turned into, oh my God, I can't get up off the couch and tuck my kids into bed at night into this insidious chronic fatigue, which was finally diagnosed after 10 years. So it's been a journey. And I did that approach that everyone, or I see a lot of people did at the time, which is go to the doctor, find out what's going on. Please tell me what's wrong. And I kept getting the response of, well, Eva, you look mostly good on paper. I think it's all in your head. And it wasn't just with one doctor. It was repeated one after another, after another. And it was years over time. And I finally decided, you know what? Maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree. And over that course of time, the burnout forced me to change jobs and go from one company to another. And that doesn't look good on your resume. So I basically became unemployable at some point. But the solution and my passion and my business all came about from finding the answer and being that healing rebel and asking the questions, what am I not giving my body, what do I need to give it in order to heal itself? I just had 
that knowing it's got to heal itself. So that was the start of the journey and realized that a lot of my answers were revealed in my hair of all places. Hmm. Okay. So we have a lot to talk about because this is a really, I think, interesting, but needed conversation as well, because there are so many people, it could be for a number of reasons, whether it's work related, family related, you know, personally that, um, maybe feel the way that you feel or have felt the way that you felt at one point and the medication going to the doctor, um, just isn't working for them. And this concept of being able to heal yourself and work, um, with yourself is one that I think is still fairly new and many people are skeptical, skeptical with. So where do we even start with this conversation? You know, I'd love to, uh, you know, <laughs> I know it's a big conversation. It's, it's yeah. a big conversation, but uh, as mentioned, a, a very needed conversation. And I'm a big, I'm a big, um, advocate as well that you can heal your body. Just like you cut yourself on the outside externally, your body can heal itself. If you, if you treat it well, um, and I think that internally it's possible to do the same, but I'm going to let you take the reins on this and then I can ask questions. So, so you, you go from there and then we'll, <laughs> we'll go. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it really was that, that whole discovery that I'm not going to listen to just the doctors alone. There has to be another answer. And I found myself blessed with insomnia. And let me just say, I had chronic fatigue, anxiety, insomnia, depression, fibromyalgia, all the incurables. Right. And then I had Hypo, let's see, what's that called? Um, thyroid issue, mm-hmm. um, hypothyroidism, and itchy skin, heart palpitations, foggy thinking. You know, when you go from one room to the next room and mm-hmm. you forget when you got there why you went into that room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those kinds of things were happening. And I told somebody, I says, uh, oh, that's normal. People do that all the time because I was doing that. And that the person that the doctor I was talking to, I went to a psychologist and, and he says, uh, well, that's normal for you, but no, that's, that's not normal. So and there were things that alerted to me that, that, you know, there's, there's something better out there. And so I was blessed with insomnia, like I said, at three o'clock in the morning and I took to Google and I took all of those that I just listed into one search string and it bounced back a response in a series of different articles that seemed obscure at the time. But as I'm clicking through almost in a half days and also very desperate for the answer, I stumbled across nutritional balancing mm. using the information found in your hair. And I went, Okay, so the foundation of this article is all about if you give your body what it needs, it can heal itself. And then it started to answer the question, well, what does the body need? And they're like, everybody is different. And that's why when you test the hair, you're testing everything that a person, so this is what I have found out after becoming a practitioner, everything that we take in, our food, our water, our drink, what we breathe, what sits against our skin all day long and absorbs in through it, the body utilizes without any judgment. And then whatever is left over after making more you in whatever energy capacity it has, including toxic metals, including chemicals, including drugs, it'll use everything that it can, like MacGyver does, you know, (laughs) to make his solutions. And the body will then say, okay, I have excess. I need to dump it out. I need to get rid of it. And when we look at the hair, we're looking at the basically the trash report of the body of how it's processing everything. So the body takes leftovers and dumps it into the soft tissue, the hair and the nails. And that's why in testing the hair, you can see what's going on with your metabolism, your thyroid, your adrenals, what foods are best for you, how well your body's processing toxins. Is it processing toxins? And then the process of giving it what it needs based on that report is a displacement. So 
so it's an automatic detox. It's an automatic clearing of old viruses, fungus, bacteria, um, old drugs that are still in the body that you think have left, but they haven't. Uh, all these things that the body then needs a chance. It needs energy in order to get it out. And that's the process of nutritional balancing is to just give your body what it needs, allow for it to align to its highest purpose and just go to work and getting that ongoing stages of healing. And that's exactly what I'm doing here. So that's why I don't have to be a doctor. And that's why I get so excited when I talk about it. I'm just tapping into how the body's already designed and we can do that too. Anybody can do it. So how do we begin and what are some, so I'd love to hear, I guess, a couple steps that we can do to, to figure what that, what that is, to figure that out, um, especially even those that maybe they do know what's wrong, but they don't want to turn to the traditional medicine, right? Or the traditional approach right. of going to the doctor. So what are yeah. some steps that we can take to A, figure it out, and other some holistic approaches that we can use? I mean, like, I'd like to hear about your uh, nutritional lifestyle and um, just anything that really can play into it. Yeah. I mean, and actually I, I would suggest get your hair tested, find out your blood can only tell you so much. It's of course important. And I'm not saying ever to so go without testing the blood, but the, then it becomes the, we test our blood. We test our blood pressure. We test our cholesterol levels. Why aren't we testing our hair? And that question becomes obvious once we know the information that we can get out of it. That's so much different and yet comprehensive towards our healing. So there's of course things that we can do in our every day that can support a healing body. One is we know that we're out there in the world working. We're, we're constantly trying to get things done. We're efforting, right? We're going to work. We're getting our, our calls made. We're in the car. We're doing things right at some point. There has to be an end to that day. And I'm suggesting taking the time out. More and more people are turning to meditation. They're turning to yoga. They're turning to, you know, some sort of stretching, some sort of activity where they can turn off their mind. And I'm suggesting even going further and really being mindful about how, what they do. And, and are you happy in doing that activity and really being conscious about everything that you do rather than living by default, because that's where the problem comes in. So when we don't pay attention to those inner wisdom voices that say, hey, what you're doing, and this, this happens so much over the holidays, we find ourselves doing things out of obligation. And I'm questioning that. Like, do you really need to go to so-and-so's house? And it may be a family member. But if you don't feel comfortable or loved there, maybe that's not the best thing to do for you. <laughs> so yeah. They're, they're, yeah, not everybody has, you know, the, the, the best family relationships. And so that's just one aspect. And the other is, are you doing the job you want? These are big questions, but little things you can do. Keep yourself hydrated. You know, it's like drink enough water and drink outside of your meals. Those are two huge tips right there that a lot of people can implement. Stop stomach aches, stop digestion problems right there. Um, go to bed mostly right after the sun goes down. And I'm not saying seven o'clock at night, but don't stay up until midnight, you know, let your body go through its cycles of healing as it goes through the night. And if you're on a swing shift of some sort, or you have to, you know, work midnight stuff this, or, or through the night, rather, there are things that you can do body hacks. that You can get your body back into balance. Um, but it's just stuff to get you through the immediate stress. If you want to actually turn back the hands of time and build yourself a whole new foundation metabolically, you know, with your, your cellular structure, and I'm, I'm using kind of weird words there, but if you want to rebuild your body basically and create a whole new foundation that can overcome the colds that come up in the seasons or, you know, deal with somebody sneezes on you, 
and you normally get a cold, well, that's your immune system that's depleted. So it's like you can support your immune system without having to take uh, flu shots or whatever. It's like, do one or the other, do your flu shot or support your immune system. So there's things that you can do to help that. And part of that is de-stressing and that's the being mindful. And I think that's so important. I want to touch a little bit on the first point that you made in regards to, I guess, making decisions, as you said, being mindful, making decisions that keep you in a positive space or just in a space that's healthy for you. I won't even use the word positive, um, which Mm -hmm. can correlate to work, family, friends, different environments. You know, I think that we're just touching on this as a society that a lot of sickness does come from what we consume. And I'm not only talking about food consumption, but social media consumption, uh, consumption Mm -hmm. of other people, other energies, um, that a lot of sickness is coming from the stress that we feel um, from the different surroundings that we are a part of or that we let into our life or the stress that we put on to our body. Um, And really understanding that concept, I think, is an important one. The first one that you said is, okay, is this going to put me, is this going to put me and my body in a healthy state or is this going to stress me out? Is this going to cause a negative reaction in my body? Is it going to cause a negative mental thought process, which then manifests chemically into my body? That's a really, really important concept that I feel like we're, we're just getting there right now, but people are starting to recognize that, that dis-ease does create disease. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I was living that, that, that was uh, the whole theme of my life was that I was living an unsatisfactory life for other people in order to get things done. And I felt like sacrificial lamb. I'm like, when do I get to live my life? And that creates a lot of resentment and in the internal conflict, I call it like the, the cavitation that happens between when you're thinking about something and it makes you feel bad to think about it. Well, then you know that it is not what you really want to do, right? So why force yourself to do it? And there's going to be a lot of people listening to this going, well, I don't know any other way. <laughs> ask the questions. And, and, and when you ask the question, what if there is another way? It's very interesting what happens in the mind. Possibility opens up. And when possibility opens up, it's very interesting what comes to you as solutions. Do you see that there is potentially a difference between genders? Um, You know, maybe women tend to do that more often than men do, or do you have any, I guess, have you done any studies on that or even just with your clientele? Can you speak to any of that? Yeah, clientele. And then there's just the social, I'm I'm a fan of of social, um, the the inequality in, in how we treat ourselves. I think that women are our own worst enemy at times and we sabotage ourselves by thinking, well, I'm the woman, so I have to sacrifice what I want for the needs of everyone around me. And I think that is common. I hear that quite a bit. Um, And then society puts that on women. I don't know if that's everywhere in the world, but I know that that's quite a bit what I hear here. And there is a pressure to somehow achieve a certain level of I have to be better in order to be accepted. And so there's, there's, there's a, lot, a lot of that in the workplace. That was what I experienced as a corporate America um, executive trying to climb the ladder and found that if I didn't do it better, more cleanly than my male counterparts, I was replaced or they were promoted above me. And that, that did happen. And that's why I left. <laughs> I says, okay, I know my ideas are good. And this is where it makes the difference is 
uh, yeah, sometimes you do have to make the hard decision, but when you start to stand up for yourself and start believing in you and your value, it's interesting what happens as a result. Absolutely. And, and this is all completely related to your health and your well-being, um, oh, yeah. which even in the corporate environment right now in the corporate world is starting to make a shift and recognize that corporate employee well-being is pivotal to corporate success and company success and really understanding, understanding that the person that comes to work every day is not just limited to their office from nine to five. They have families, there's health, there's stress, a lot of things that can really affect the productivity um, of their work. So this is absolutely true for, for women and for men. So I want to go back just a little bit. Um, you mentioned, you know, being mindful of the situations that you're in, obviously drinking water, taking care of yourself in regards to rest, because something that you mentioned that's really important is that is the time that your body heals. So that eight hours, that nine hours, whatever it is that you're getting, that's when your body gets a chance to heal whatever it went through that day. Um, anything else that you would recommend? I know you obviously you recommend doing the hair follicle test. Any suggestions on where or any specific ones that we should be looking for? Well, it, you want to find the ones. There, there is a follicle test, but this one that, that I do is the strand of hair that's just grown past the scalp. So I'm using scissors to cut, you know, about an inch's worth of hair. And it's, it's comprehensive. And so th there's a handful of us across the nation that offer it. And it's nutritional balancing using hair mineral analysis. And in particular, it's with the laboratory analytical research labs. They don't mess with the hair sample and it's actually the lab that the family of the doctor who developed nutritional science, nutritional balance and science, it's their lab. So you're getting it straight from the horse's mouth when you go through um, a practitioner who works with them. So I, I would recommend that. Okay. And then when it comes to rest, we do more than just healing at nighttime. There's a cycle that the body goes through at night. I think a lot of people know about that. They get the REM sleep about every 90 minutes. The body goes into that nice deep sleep. Well, it's interesting that I, when I go and I do corporate wellness events, and I mention this, people are actually surprised when I say, did you know that that cycle continues during the day? And a lot of us struggle to get, and I hear, I, I see that the shaking of the head, no, no, I, I didn't know that, but the surprise look of, tell me more. And usually we will talk about, you know, it's productivity. And we do this. I know I did this and I hear this in echoes when I'm, I'm in, in front of the room with corporate America and, and the responses are always, yeah, I feel like I have to stay at my desk more and longer hours in order to get the production done. But here's the key to all of this working well is getting up every 90 minutes and taking a break, take a five minute break. Um, Go to the bathroom on a different floor, get a little bit of exercise, go outside, get some fresh air, even if you don't smoke. And hopefully that's something that will fade out of your experience at some point, because smoking, as we all know, is just not good for you. Um, but finding a way to refresh yourself for five minutes. And when you come back, your body has physically taken enough of a break that when you are back at your desk, you'll be more focused be more able to celebrate whatever it is you need to in order to, to get through the next set of tasks. Um, so taking that break between tasks is, and resting is just as important as, as the workout. And people who work out know that, right? You've mm. heard of people who, yeah, when they go to the gym, they work out and they say, look, that you can do, you can pump iron as much as you want to, but you've got to give your body the rest in between the sets. Otherwise, the muscles don't have time to 
respond. And that's, that's the important part also with your brain, with your body during the day. There's all kinds of things that all work the same way. And it's amazing when it comes to our productivity, we, we know how to take care of some things, but not others. And, and, and this is the same rules apply. I'm tr- trying to, I'm trying to be clear about that, but I'm feeling I'm, I'm being a little bit vague. It's just the, the same rules apply. We always want to give ourselves the, the time and opportunity to recover. And in that recovery state, that's when stress levels reduce cortisol that comes from the adrenals that keep us going throughout the day. They start, to, they can release from the body more easily. Because the longer we keep ourselves in a state of stress, the harder it is for the body to release and relax. And we know that because at night we go home and do what? We drink, drink a couple of glasses of wine or have a you know a shot of tequila or two or three. It's like that's not going to last for very long. And plus that's a burden on our liver. So all of those things together, we have to think about the long-term effects. And if we want to live a longer life without the effects or, or necessity of getting on a drug of some kind from the doctor, um, let's be more mindful about how we're taking care of our, our daily day-to-day yeah, no, I think that was very clear. And, um, you you know, it's not new to anybody, I don't think, but it's really just understanding to make it a priority. And I think that that is the most important point and concept here is that there is a quote, and I don't remember if it's by Buddha or Dalai Lama, to tell you the truth, I'll have to look it up. But it says, in short, basically, that we spend our whole life building wealth only to use all of our wealth to take care of our health when we get older. Um, yes. You know, and imagine if we'd started now and we really made it a priority. And I'm sure that you hear the number one excuse. I just don't have time. I don't have time, time. but we have to make the time. I mean, for me personally, it's an appointment. I have appointments in my calendar all week that are just for my well-being, whether it's for me to work out, whether it's for me to meditate, just just relax. And I treat it as if I had an appointment with a company or a boss or whatever. It's like, oh, I'm booked. And if we can just do that for ourselves, it really can make all the difference in the world. I agree. Absolutely. I do the same thing as I put my self-care in my calendar. And sometimes people feel a need, and I hear this as response, just like if I don't have the time. If they're not paying somebody to tell them to take a break, they feel guilty about it. It's quite amazing. Wow. Wow. Very interesting. Eva, this has been a really great conversation and I thank you for joining us today. I'd love to jump into the power section and start by asking you, what's one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you want to share with us? Just recently, I stumbled across this book and the more I share with it, I think I should get royalties for for the number of people (laughs) who purchased this book. It's called Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents and How to Heal from Rejecting Absent and Distant Parents. And not that I had those and not to make them feel guilty. It was just a way for me to understand what was going on with me and my mindset and my emotional state and why relationships in my life had been the way they were and how they impacted my health. It was very informative. I, I devoured that book in four days, and the more people I share it with, the more it, you know, they resonates with people. I go, "Wow, thank you so much for introducing me to that book. It's really made a world of difference." I love that. And what's one value that you have that you've always stuck by throughout your journey? Something that's a non-negotiable for you? Integrity. I'm and, the one that lives in my skin. And if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget. What would that be? The golden nugget. Um, I'm I'm all about really listening to that inner voice and 
like I said a second ago, you're the one that lives in your skin. Don't let anybody else take that away from you and uh, live in integrity so that you can listen to your own inner voice. I think that's, that's what I would want my message to be. And as you know, we are Rise Up For You. What comes to mind when you hear that phrase? Uh, it's more of the same. I, I feel like a little broken record, but standing up for that inner wisdom. Uh, we tend to discount that little voice inside, you know, because we somehow, uh, it's not coming from an authority outside of us, but we've earned that wisdom and the right to listen to it when we've gone through life's troubles and tribulations. And there's, I think that that's valuable, rising up to listen to yourself so that you can live your best life. I believe in that completely. Eva, thank you so much for joining us today. How do we stay connected and what are some ways that we can support you? Oh, I'd absolutely love it. If you enjoyed listening to the way and how I communicate and the ideas and philosophies that I've shared today, love for you to join me on my Facebook group. It's called True Holistic Healing Club. And it's, like I said, on Facebook, free to to join. Of course, there's no charge. Um, And also, I have a podcast that can be heard every couple of weeks through the Connected Women of Influence radio show. Uh, Listen for Owning Your Health um, by me, Eva Venari, The Healing Rebel. And you can listen to more interviews about uh, the different healing modalities in addition to Western medicine that are being introduced on that show. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com, and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly, and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow. Tomorrow.